What's up, everybody? You're listening to Back to the Feature. This is the podcast where we talk about films and entertainment. My name is Joseph. And I'm Edward. Today, we're going to be talking about The Joker. Mm-hmm. Good movie. Very good. Todd Phillips directed, wrote, and co-wrote, I, th- I think. I don't think he was the only writer on there. Just messing with some settings. Edward, Edward, Edward. What's going on? Nothing. I'm fresh from the woods, like James Corden. Straight out the fucking woods. Mm-hmm. Tiger Woods in the hoods here? Yeah, it was fun. What'd you do? Uh, just camp? Pretty much, yeah. Just sleep Just sleep somewhere that wasn't uh, underneath our roof, <laughs> I guess. That's cool. I haven't gone camping in a while. I'm not much of a camper, but I'm like, eh, if you want to go, we'll go. To each his own, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I like hiking and stuff, but I'm not really big into camping. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we, we I liked it because it's right on. It was right on Lake Travis. It's called a uh, Pace Bend uh, Park, mm. and it's it was nice. Like I like when the boats, the big boats go by, they make like waves. So it's kind of like a little wave pool. Oh yeah, for like a split second. That was pretty cool. <laughs> but nobody nobody drowned. No, unfortunately, I was trying my best. <laughs> but um, nah. Damn son. Did you know what I was thinking of on the way here? <clears throat> I was. There's always times like I have stuff I want to say and I always forget. Like I forget to like write it down. I'm like, oh, I should. And then it's not till like the the episode's over. And I'm like, oh, I forgot to talk about this. Is Metropolitan Theater is it still open? Metropolitan, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about it because I passed by it and I remember going there when I was younger. You know, and like and I was like, oh, this is a badass theater. It has the statues like holding up. I don't know what the hell they are on top. Yeah. And I used to go that, and now I'm like, I passed by. I was like, is that place even still in business? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I went and saw, um, uh, what is it, the Nun? I went and saw the Nun there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's still open. Surprisingly, I don't. It doesn't ever look. It's never packed when I go. So okay. Yeah. It's interesting. Um. So that was the. Uh, so what you you went camping yesterday, right? You just got yeah, back this night. morning. Yeah, I was heading back to San Marcos, and I was like, well, I'll just I'll just get dropped off at your place yeah i might as well instead yeah. of going coming back mm-hmm. um let's see what did i do this week friday just chilled saturday went to a wedding which is awesome my friend jared got married mm-hmm. um so that was nice and uh, they're going on their honeymoon today they're going on a cruise so good for them that ought to be fun i need to take a vacation <laughs> a cruise where um i don't know uh cozumel okay mexico think so right? yeah yeah there's like four stops or something like that they do like they go to like four little islands or something oh okay i think so i think that's what it's like and uh i don't nice. know it's cool it sounds cool. sounds fun i've never been i want to go but i told her if we go i want to go with like friends it'd be cool just like hang out and have fun but but your honeymoon's supposed to just be y'all two uh, we're all we're together all the time <laughs> but it's supposed to be like more special well we're unconventional you know oh, okay. we do things unconventionally so i like to oh, okay you know how i am i don't like to follow the rules i'm not, a, I'm not a slave to the system edward oh, i am <laughs> i just fall in order i say i'm not but i really am <laughs> i fall right in line i'm like a fucking uh, sheep you're like Django, and i'm like the ones that he gives oh no i remember he they give him the guns and he's like you can either shoot the bus or you know head towards north star hell yeah <laughs> I, I would just be like i'm whatever i'm with you guys <laughs> what do we do yeah <laughs> hell yeah that's funny jam <laughs> your django um yeah so but but the back to the wedding it was cool it was nice mm-hmm. and uh, it was a good friend i hadn't seen him in a while um and what else did we do that was saturday chilled went and looked at wedding bands mm-hmm. 
gonna get one soon and then you have an idea of what you want simple simple real plain yeah just go simple dude i don't i unfortunately i don't wear mine no more why well long story short it's just that like where i got it from you have to like um every six months you're supposed to take it and let them like uh fix it and whatnot but and if you don't then it's like not under warranty anymore Hmm. yeah and I just forgot about it for so many times. Like, I would go and I'd be like, hey, I forgot I was supposed to come in the six-month mark. And they're like, okay, well, you know, you don't do that no more. Because they give you, like, a little book mm. that says, like, this is when we were. Where'd you get it from? Um, Hellsburg. Oh, okay. And they were like, you know. Oh, you had diamonds in it? Yeah. Oh, okay. They were like, this is your, uh, you know, this is your book. So when you come back, we know this this has been six months or whatever. We'll mark it again. You come back another six months. Can't be doing that all the time. Nah, Not when you're busy. It's obnoxious. So, yeah, they were like, well, you know, you missed your mark, blah, blah, blah. So after a while. Once you, well, once you get your ring, you'll start to notice. Like after a few months or a year or so, it's gonna start to warp. Mm. Like it's not a perfect circle anymore. It's, it's gonna start to warp, like on your hand. Oh, okay. And that's what they prevent it from doing. Ah, uh, gotcha. So eventually, I was just like, you know what? I just, I just put it up somewhere. Tired of it. Yeah. No, I'm not tired of it. It's just like, yeah. um, I don't want it to get any more damage than it already is. Nah, dude. I'm going to like James Avery. I'm just gonna get like a fucking cheap fifty dollar silver band. Like I don't yeah. want any. I don't want diamonds. I don't want anything. I I don't really wear jewelry. I yeah, mean, me either. I, I wear a watch, and that's like the extent of yeah. shit I put on me. Well, that little Wayne song had came out. Well, I forgot which one it is, where he's all black and white diamonds. That's what, so. That's what I had on uh, mine. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's just being dumb. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you hear that? And you're like, I gotta go get him. Yeah. Well, it was like right around the same time I was like getting a my, little kid. My yeah. <laughs> you watch a fucking commercial for a toy, and then you're like, Mom, I, I want it. I have to have this. Mm-hmm. You know, as a kid, I was thinking about that. As a kid, when I would see commercials uh, with little kids like playing with these badass toys, and they always did it in like a studio, you know, like the, sh- mm-hmm. the little area where they were playing with the toys just looked so badass. Mm-hmm. And like, it just like creates this like illusion in your mind. Because I remember thinking like, oh, I have to buy this toy so I can have that much fun, like have as much fun as those kids are having. Yeah. Dude, that's, that is just disgusting that they do that they market towards kids like that oh of course and then you got your then you go and bother your parents about mm-hmm. it and they're just like Fuck. yeah here you have it go and play they, over there they, yeah they feel bad because they're like oh i want to get my kid this i want to you know they're like i want to get my kids the stuff they want but like in reality it's like they don't need that shit yeah and then they're like look what i made look what i made yeah. okay go over there a month later they're fucking it's in a toy chest yeah, they don't it, care about it anymore yeah it's some like goo figure that fell on the carpet and it's ruined and has like dirt and trash yeah, all on it. Yeah. Speaking of little kids, so this, I wanted to tell you the story. So we, while we were camping, uh, it's my friend Joseph and his son Nathan. They were they were with me, and it was a very dark time. And the the little boy Nathan, he was like, "Hey, Dad, is uh, is Edward famous?" <laughs> and he, my friend Joe was like, "Why?" And the little boy was like, "Cause he has a podcast." <laughs> and you know what? And I was embarrassed at first, but at the same time, I was kind of like, you know, like when you daydream about winning the lotto, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, oh, what would I do with all this? It's kind of like, you know what? It's interesting. He thought I was famous just because I have a podcast. Yeah. I yeah. mean, which we, we're not. You're no like, what if, yeah. But I was telling him, I was like, that's that. I was telling uh, I was telling him, I was like, dude, that's like, I was telling him, remember when we went to the movies to Joker? I was like, you know what would be awesome is if we just come out of the restroom and people are like, hey, aren't you that guy from that thing? I'm like... Yeah, well, yes, I am. <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. I I forgot what I was listening to or who I was listening to about 
fame it was somebody it was like a podcast because i listen to podcasts where like a lot of like actors or filmmakers they talk about you know Mm -hmm. their experiences and um one of them was talking about being famous and how it just like kind of just like it's like a head fuck almost like because once you become Mm -hmm. once you become famous you're just like then you start oh it was it was this youtuber named casey neistat there you go he was on this podcast called the um it's h3h3 podcast and he was talking about fame and doing meet and greets and um he was just saying how it like it it's it's like something that you have to like mentally prepare for there's there's no way to mentally prepare for it because when you get to that like level of fame where everyone knows you and you're walking down the street and people are like like he he didn't say bother but you know they're like oh hey can i get a picture and it's like dude i'm just trying to like actually have to be somewhere yeah and so he doesn't have a problem telling people like nah i don't i'm sorry like i don't have time and he's like you know a lot of people might think i come off as an asshole but he's like i genuinely genuinely mm-hmm. don't have the time and like i he said at first like he liked it and then once it got out of hand he's just like i fucking hate this shit like just kind of like he just wants to be left alone you yeah. know and it was just it was just interesting hearing him talk about that because i know a mm-hmm. lot of people like fantasize about it but like the reality and he's just saying how like you know, when people come and talk to you, there's always like, you're always thinking like, do they know me? Do they not know me? Like, mm-hmm. you know, do they know who I am? Do they not know who I am? Are they just fucking playing dumb? Are they like, what are they, do they want something yeah, from me? What are me? their intentions? Yeah, exactly. That's what he said. Like you start thinking about people's intentions, like like mm-hmm. strangers' intentions. And then he also said like, when you meet people and they're like, hey, Casey, and what's up? And they know you but you don't know them you mm-hmm. know and they think and they feel like they know yeah, you because they have this connection somehow yeah through they, media yeah exactly they mm-hmm. see you all the time and they feel familiar with you but you've never met this person before and you don't you don't feel familiar with them yeah it's like he's talking about that how that's also like really weird and he was like now nah, i can see why a lot of famous people like go off the deep end you know like mm-hmm. britney spears and uh, you, you hear it all the time you know a lot of famous people go crazy um i guess from the psychological aspects of being famous but mm-hmm. well i guess it's just one of those things you won't really know until you experience it mm-hmm. so and then the people they were the the people who were doing the podcast they were talking about it too and they were saying how they they've only done like three meet and greets mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're like we don't do meet and greets because uh <laughs> they're just like we don't like you know i mean it's not that they don't like to meet their fans they really do but they said it just it takes its toll on you just sitting there and shaking people's hands and they're saying how it's like not a it's not a real personal experience because they say hi to you they shake your hand and they're gonna they're gonna forget your face because they they have like you know 200 more people to meet and do Mm -hmm. the same exact thing and so they're saying how it like they try to make it a personal experience but in the end it's really not you know yeah just it's like almost like your cattle you're just like a cow waiting to get slaughtered you know Mm -hmm next one bring in the next one yeah i got you so it's like hey what's your name oh great let you smile all right thank you yeah. make sure to pay on the way out and, well and i was thinking about it because like the when we met the young bucks you know mm-hmm. like i'm sure it's like that for them you know we yeah. shake their hand and they chatted with us real quick and they seem nice and real friendly but you yeah. know it's just kind of like all right next <laughs> yeah it's kind of like you could be like in line like in line and think like oh what should i ask him what should i ask him matter of fact they probably heard that same question like four or five times yeah and it's, you know in different cities all the time yeah 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 it, and it, it was cool i mean like looking back thinking about it and they were very uh friend they were friendly and you know and i mm-hmm. felt like you know they made eye contact and they chatted with that you're like yeah. oh yeah we watch your videos and then oh, I was, yeah. and i was kind of like oh, oh i was like i'm catching up on them you mm-hmm. know and we were like, we're going to be in the front row. And they're like, all right, uh, you know, have fun from the front row. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks for the 
thanks for buying yeah um no it, it was it was cool but it was interesting you know it's kind of like reflecting on that experience we mm-hmm. had and that's cool maybe one day we'll do a meet and greet and we'll get to experience i that. don't know dude I, I think it might crush us i'd be like fucking one person showed up <laughs> we do a panel and nobody's there there's like eight people in the room Eight, well eight's better than one i'll say that i'll be like i would be like well, i mean that's least... how many listeners we have so <laughs> <laughs> that's like being generous that oh, all yeah. of them would show up and then you're all like fucking joe didn't even show up to this <laughs> yeah joe heard our... <laughs> oh he got blocked you got love you got a lot you get a lot of love on this podcast joe oh, i think you might have a new favorite i don't know yeah, just... we, we won't block and uh, delete you i'm just saying you're never gonna get blocked on back to the feature <laughs> yeah um fuck that's awesome oh well but uh what was i gonna talk about what oh you know what last time when we had a Milo here i didn't get to talk about um at uh i don't even know how you say i was i'm assuming it's called ad astra mm-hmm. so what i wanted to say about it was don't see it next <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. fucked up guy no, i just didn't like it at Go all see it no, don't. Well, you know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about what you said. What? Think about it. And I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But do you think you didn't like it because you already had like... Oh, a, that's right. You went in thinking... Mm-hmm. What did you say you wanted it to be like? I thought it was going to be more like Interstellar. Like I, I thought it was going to be like... I don't like saying it like this. I thought it was going to be like more serious space travel movie mm-hmm. because we're not even in space travel, whatever. But it just... it's kind of It was kind of like... um, What's the movie with Arnold where he goes to Mars? Oh, uh, Total we're, Recall. Yeah, it's like where shit's already like established That's on a good a, movie. I know, but I'm saying like I wasn't expecting that, right? Because I mean, he goes to the moon and there's a subway subway sandwiches there, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like it just caught me off guard, mm. and I, I don't know. I, I guess that's where I was like, mm. well, it looked kind of futuristic. I th- I honestly thought it was gonna be like he was gonna get sent to go look for his dad, which it was, but they already had it like um, they they already had shit like going on on Mars. Oh, okay so hmm. um but yeah that's what i'm saying just think about it maybe you know you you yeah. went because you went in with pre this preconceived notion of what mm-hmm. you thought the movie was going to be about and then it didn't the movie by no fault of its own didn't meet the expectations that you had like created in your head so you know maybe that's why you didn't like it maybe so food for know. thought food for thought i got you i haven't seen it i i probably won't mm-hmm. unless it's on tv or something but yeah or streamable yeah we'll see maybe I'm not a bit. I'm not a huge Brad Pitt fan. No. Mm-mm. Never have been. No, I don't dislike him. I I don't mm-hmm. dislike him, but I don't. I've never really gone out of my way to like. I wouldn't. I won't go oh, see a Brad okay. Pitt. Okay. Not movie. like like okay. That's that's how I am with like Leo and Tom Hardy. I'm like, except for Venom, I didn't want to see. I was like, oh. But yeah, like usually when they're in movies, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll probably go watch it. Right. And like it. Yeah, I don't go. I won't go out of my way to see it just just because it has Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Joaquin Phoenix, on the other hand. Oh man. I knew that was going to come up. I was about to say that too. Yeah, um, we can go ahead and start the Joker talk. So it was interesting because I was having a conversation with my friend Jesse mm-hmm. uh, about the movie. And he was saying he he actually felt the opposite of how I feel. And Well, he didn't like it. N- no, it's not that he didn't like it. It, it wasn't like his favorite or anything, mm-hmm. which I understand because they've been saying this isn't a typical comic book movie. And mm-hmm. it's not, you yeah. know, I would, I don't know if you'd agree with that. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely not a typical comic book movie. If anything, it could it could be its own. It could be a a, a standalone movie, and you t- you remove the Joker element out of it, and it could just be a movie. Oh, like anyone, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I got you. And so, 
which is cool. I think that I like that that twist to it. Mm-hmm. And um, but he, what I was saying was that Joaquin Phoenix to me is such a good actor that when I watch his movies, I don't watch Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I see a character, you yeah. know. And as opposed to you watch a, a Mark Wahlberg film, mm-hmm. you know that's Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. It doesn't matter how good b- the performance is. Will Smith. Will Smith. Even for me, Denzel Washington. Yeah, he's a good actor. Okay. He's a good actor. But when I see a Denzel Washington movie, it's Denzel now at this okay. point because I just see him too often, and I've seen him. I've seen him in all these different roles, and mm-hmm. he's not. He's not a character, and he doesn't play characters to me. You know, mm-hmm. that's just me. Now, uh, and same thing with like Arnold. You go watch an Arnold movie. You know, yeah. you, you know, he, you're watching. He's Arnold. gonna be the good guy. He's not. You know, can name his characters' names. Fuck. yeah exactly t-800 t- yeah exactly you know what i'm saying yeah you know you're like oh yeah or rambo stallone same uh, thing right yeah. the kindergarten cop right so with joaquin though i think mm-hmm. in my opinion he's he's the character he becomes the character mm-hmm. kind of like daniel day lewis you know daniel oh, day lewis yeah. is mm-hmm. becomes the characters he's not an actor you know yeah and my friend jesse felt the opposite he was like saying how when he sees Wakim, it's Wakim, and and it's oh, and it's okay. not the character. And I was just like, well, I honestly don't see him in that. He's not really that prevalent in films, you know. Mm-hmm. He makes one or two like a year, I'd say. Mm-hmm. The last one he did was um, Inherent Vice, in- or no? no, we went and saw it. Remember? Um, oh, uh, where he's like a murderer, and when, well, he's kind of like a hitman, hitman type deal. Yeah, but it was made, you know, it was very artsy, mm-hmm. kind of different kind of film. You were never really here. You were here. never really here, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, in that one, you know, he fucking was fat and had a big old beard. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he just plays a really good character, in yeah. my opinion. He's a good actor. Gotcha. But the Joker. I was surprised that when we walked into the movie theater, I knew it was going to happen. But just to see the the cops there. Oh, yeah. I mean, just because I didn't... I, I mean, I just don't assume... New Braunfels is like as crazy as any other towns, but I guess they were like, "Hey, this is just precaution." Well, yeah, I mean the where the Batman shooting was in Aurora, Colorado. I don't mm-hmm. think it was a huge town either. Oh, okay. So in El Paso, I mean, well, I guess what El started Paso all this? Day. Just that movie, or someone was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go into a theater and <laughs> shoot it up," or I think it's just the Batman, and they're like, "Oh, this is Joker," and this also is like has a lot of violence, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of gun violence and. I did say that to people because people were like, hey, what'd you think about the movie? And I didn't really give nothing away. I was like, but I will say um, it's it's more like Goodfellas. It's like there's not a lot of killing. I was like, but when they kill, it like it means something. It's violent. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's what I told people. I go, it's it's really it's the violence is brutal, mm-hmm. but it's not often like you don't see it that often. Yeah. Um, I, I, I liked it overall. I'd say I liked the movie and I recommend people go see it. I mm-hmm. think it's it's really it was well filmed, it was very cinematic, mm-hmm. and it's different. You know, like I said, it's not a normal, it's not a Marvel, it's not a DC. It's its own. It's its own movie. You know. Yeah. And it's cool. They there there is you know no spoilers. There is a Batman tie in there. I mm-hmm. don't know how they're gonna do it with the timeline, because mm-hmm. this was. This was supposed to be set in. I think I. I think I heard it was subo- the timeline was like eighty, eighty one, or eighty five, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it was like the some sometime in the eighties. But it. I don't know, man. It's it's interesting. I listen. To, so I listen to a podcast, and I'm trying not to let my views be too swayed by theirs. But I'm I I really. 
picked up on a lot of the stuff they were saying because and just to you know say beforehand the people that that the podcast that i listened to that they talked about it they didn't like the movie mm-hmm. and uh they did hail you know they did talk about joaquin's performance and all that stuff but overall they didn't like it because or i'm trying to see what they're saying and i do get their point they were saying how the movie was like i guess they had a lot of context in like the director todd phillips mm-hmm. and they were talking about how he was saying that he still uh, he's because he makes comedy he made all the hangover movies right yeah and he was saying how he can't do comedy anymore because he can't make the co- kind of comedy films he wants to make in this climate you know the pc you know everyone gets offended and they mm-hmm. try to cancel culture you and stuff and he they were saying how like the joker is kind of like a representation of him and how he's so like he's he's kind of like feels like a victim and he's kind of whining because he's like oh wow woe is me i can't make this kind of comedy that i want to make because of the culture mm-hmm. you know it's it's society it's society's fault it's not my fault yeah and that's kind of what the joker is about it's this the societal i guess society's to blame mm-hmm. and the joker is kind of a victim for the for the majority of the movie yeah and that i guess that is one thing that i didn't like was how he was victimized and then by a, he's a byproduct of that victimization of being mm-hmm. beaten down and bullied and on top of that he has mental mental health issues mm-hmm. um and he has an abusive mother you know like all the yeah. i get we, we get it you know the the cards are stacked against this guy and through all that somehow he still rises to this level of whatever that he starts a movement Mm -hmm. but he didn't intend to start it yeah but i i i like that though i i did like that it wasn't um like uh thomas thomas wayne right there's in the batman movies you don't think much about him because usually he's already passed on right the origin story is you know him and his wife were killed left bruce alone he grew up become you know like the batman he is Mm -hmm. and this one it's kind of like they show that he made he wasn't necessarily like what everyone made him out to be you know in this he's kind of like a like a rich old you know rich old man and he's like you know i don't have time for you blah blah Mm -hmm. blah and um he's like more political and stuff and um i like that uh they kind of turn it. It's not like he's a good guy. You kind of see why the Joker is the way he is. Mm-hmm. And I did like that. It's like, oh, okay. It's like, I get it. Um, Kind of like the devil's rejects. You kind of start feeling, you kind of start like going. You sympathize. Yeah. You sympathize with the bad guy. So I did like that. So it wasn't just like, oh, okay, I'm out here like doing bad things. Yeah. No. And I, I did, I did sympathize with the character and, and I did like that, but I just don't like the, the victimhood portion of it it's like oh poor joker you know he's a victim he got beat up i I just i don't know it just didn't sit well with me it's like i don't know i don't know how to explain it to be honest with you i can't really pinpoint exactly what and and i think i i need to reflect on it some more Mm -hmm. but that even when i was watching it i was kind of i i got it it was very apparent it's like we get it this guy's a victim right Mm -hmm we saw he got victimized almost the whole movie and you really do feel bad for him especially when you know without giving away spoilers you know he he find he thinks he he thinks he finds out some information that may or may not be true and oh, you know okay. he confronts uh batman's dad and it's 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 hard to see that you know it's hard yeah. to watch that it's awkward but 
it's like, dude, I, I, I get it, you know? Mm-hmm. He's a fucking victim, whatever. And then he's a byproduct of that. He stands up for himself. And in, in doing so, he he starts a movement because society, he's a, re, he's a reflection of society or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And and I and and I think there were some like ties to some current political stuff that was going on with the, you know, rich versus poor. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that's a big issue here in America, mm-hmm. and people are always like, you know, that there's so much wealth being go- there's so much wealth going up, which is true because the, you know, the top ten percent. And this is what people don't understand. You have middle class people who probably make, you know, a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars a year. You know, that that's enough money to live comfortably. You know, you're you're not starving, you're fine, you got a nice house. Mm-hmm. Those people don't understand what it's like to be someone who's making forty or fifty thousand a year. Because that's a significant difference in, in pay, right? And yeah. and then so they're like, What are you complaining about? Why are you, you know, so upset about with these people? Because they think, hey, I'm, I've, I've made it to this level. I'm gonna make it to the next level. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a millionaire. I'm gonna be that person who's making a hundred million a year or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what I think the, the, the current state and why a lot of people are upset is just like, and I think everyone feels this is that pricing of the cost of living is rising, right? Mm-hmm. Groceries cost more. Gas costs more. Your housing's gonna cost more. Land is cost. Everything's is in pay why everything is increasing but your pay is not going up yeah you, you know mm-hmm. that that's and and, and statistic like nobody can argue that because statistically mm-hmm. there's numbers to prove that your pay ha- your pay the increase in pay versus the increase in in cost of living yeah. is there's a huge discrepancy between the two and nobody can argue yeah. that and i don't know if the writers took that into account when they were making this movie but that's kind of what's going on at the mm-hmm. time in that movie, you know, in New York. And I don't know if that really happened in that time period. I was going to ask, did you pay attention? I was, uh, the guy next to me had a, a phone and it was bothering me. And I was trying to pay attention to the very beginning. There was some, they were saying something on the radio. And I was like, I wonder if this is important or not, but I can't pay attention because this fucking asshole has his phone on. Mm. It was saying something about, uh, people were complaining about something. I can't quite remember. Oh, the rats. Is that what it was? Super rats. Oh. I don't know what the, I don't I honestly don't know what the significance of that was. But it's funny because um there's a scene in the alley where t- some char- <laughs> without spoilers some characters get killed in an alley mm-hmm. and uh in the background I saw like those big rats running by. <laughs> oh, I didn't pay attention. I didn't pay attention to that. Um but what I was going to tell you was that um talking about this rich versus poor, they also um when the these certain characters uh get killed they uh thomas wayne is like they were they were good they were some of my employees and so like i guess his word went over the fact that they were actually like you know these assholes on a train and um i thought that was interesting too it's it kind of reminded me of like how now people get upset when it's like hey you know like this young black guy got killed and the picture they use compared to the killer's picture you know oh yeah 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 that's true that is true that's funny dude i saw on reddit um some girl so she's like her her twitter profile she's like holding up a gun mm-hmm. it's all like this gangster photo looking mm-hmm. and then she posts like i just got pulled over for speeding she's like, i can't get she's like, i can't get uh i can't get shot by the cops or fox news is gonna eat for weeks with my with oh. my twitter photo okay okay yeah <laughs> hell yeah that that would be the one they fucking use fuck too. yeah dude i mean i think yeah i know it's true and i've seen i've seen um 
I've seen I've seen uh, videos of compilations where they're like, okay, it's like some white person got killed or some, they mm-hmm. they you know killed somebody or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they use like this really nice photo of them. And then, like, when the Trayvon Martin kid got killed, you know, they're using pictures of him in hoodies and beanies, and they're, like, uh, showing him throwing up gang signs or whatever. I mean, I, I, yeah. I'm not sure about that, but, you know, they were just using the worst possible photos they can. Yeah. And it's funny because it's, like, well, like what, what's your agenda, you know? Like, why? what are you trying to do here? Mm-hmm. Sway the opinion? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. But it's, like, why? Like, you know, like, why are they doing that? What's yeah. the, what's the, the, what's what's the rationale behind that but i did notice today um did you you, you saw the whole story about that the cop who got the 10 years just, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah that, well i guess last night uh i saw on my phone the um the key witness guy got killed he got what? shot down yeah i guess he was like i guess he was like the neighbor of them two and he had video of i guess where he got shot like i guess in the back and mm-hmm. then his thigh or whatever and that guy got killed damn what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. I was, I was reading about it this morning. So, man, it's yeah, it's 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 man, it's disturbing shit like that that can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I was watching this. Uh, you know, I've been watching The Sopranos, and um, it's just got me really interested because I'm just like, man, is like, I don't know. I got interested. I was like, is is the mafia still around, right? Mm-hmm. So I Google it, and dude, sure enough, the fucking mafia. You know, it's like, well. I don't understand though how how they don't like they know they they know they 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 always just say they have ties to the mafia right mm-hmm. they so I guess it's like speculation like they know they're a mob boss but they but they don't have a crime to like pin on them yeah so it's like how how do you arrest them I guess is it kind of like how they do on TV and movies where it's like well we got to get all these little fish to get the big fish I'm assuming kind of yeah like there's so they're saying that they like the the mob isn't like as big as it used to be or powerful because they passed a lot of laws so not like people will snitch more mm-hmm. they passed laws where like uh i forgot what it what it is basically you can get like life in prison now if you do like a if it's a for literally like a mob related hit or something like that oh, okay. or anything you can get life in prison as before you'd get like 10 to 15 or whatever so now they're like oh fuck that i'm like it's not worth it you know to sit mm-hmm. in jail for this person my whole life so it was interesting, interesting stuff. But back to the Joker. Speaking of the mob, speaking of crime, what did? Oh, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I don't know. I was waiting. I was like, mob crime. Crime. I mean, the Joker's full of crime, kinda. Yeah. I will say this about the movie. It's so anyone who's gonna go watch it, don't expect to see a, a, a typical um comic book movie mm-hmm. and don't expect to see an action-packed movie this is like definitely oh, a slow yeah. very slow burn of a film yeah there were some points where i was like man it's just i don't i don't like using the word boring but i was like man it's kind of boring because well, nothing much was happening it was just like long stretches i was like ah, okay come on yeah yeah they showed a lot a lot of it was just like showing him and his like decline his mental decline and mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, it was it's a character movie, you know, and mm-hmm. it was a definite definite buildup. And also something that that makes it different to me is that there's no. So in in most movies, you know, you have this like external force that's trying to stop you from doing something, right? Mm-hmm. And Superman, he's got Lex Luthor, that's trying to kill, destroy the world, which I just described every comic book movie. Mm-hmm. But there's like a good guy and a bad guy, and since the bad guy, this movie's about the bad guy, and they can't make the good guy the bad guy because obviously that wouldn't make sense. Mm-hmm. There's not one person who's like putting their foot on this guy's neck 
And I think that's what makes the movie different and a little slower too, Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things that are putting their, you know, that are stopping him. One, his mental health Two, this, you know, the, um, I guess the economic, you know, his economic situation stopping Mm -hmm. him is, uh, his, his mental, his, his mother is even, you know, kind of, uh, debilitating, you know, holding him back in certain aspects of his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, his own, his own, like, I guess his like weird behavior, you know? Oh, that's right. Cause he has to give that card. Mm-hmm. I like how they did that though, because in the very beginning he's like laughing, right? Uh, he, he's like, he can't stop laughing. He, he like laughs uncontrollably. Yeah. And later on in the movie, they show why he gives like this little card and it says, please excuse my laughing. You know, I have a condition. And I was like, oh, okay. That, that, that helps. That helps make sense because like at first it's like, I don't get why he's doing this. <laughs> yeah. He has this whole preconceived notion that his life is like the purpose of his life is to just like make people laugh and bring joy to the world. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's like a clown and, you know, he wants to be a comedian and all this stuff. That was quite a lot of clowns. You know, like in that little room, there's like seven of them employed. Oh, like, what yeah. What the hell? Like, are those for real? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it was like a part. I, I guess that is a thing, you know, like party clowns. They send you out and. I guess. I don't know. Send you out. Ship you up and ship you out. Go mm-hmm. do stuff. But, you know, overall, like I said, it was good. It was a good movie. Different. I really liked... Not for kids. What we were talking about after the movie was uh, his costume. I don't know. It, it, it's Maybe it's just because, like, at the end, he finally, like, he finally, like, uh, you know, dives into the, the, the Joker character. And, like, his whole look is different. Mm. You know, he paints his face. He, he looks more menacing. Yeah, and his hair's slicked back green, dark green. I don't know. It just looks so much better. Because yeah. throughout the movie, he's all, like, I guess you say dangly. And just, like, he just has a weird look to him. Mm-hmm. And then finally, like, when he's the actual, like, Joker look, it's like, it's like that's how he's supposed to be. Yeah. Which was um another thing. In, in like, uh, in the movie when he dances and stuff, like... I was wondering, I was like, is that him, like, feeling normal? Because, you know, he, like, he does bad things, and he starts, like, doing, like, his little dance. And I'm like, uh, I'm like is, I don't know. I was just like, I wonder if, like, in his head, he's, like, um, he's convincing himself, like, okay, what I just did was for a purpose, and now I feel better about it. I don't know. Because he does, like, these little dances. Well, I think he, <clears throat> I think he's just expressing himself, you know, because, like, so, like, you know, obviously, you know, this isn't a spoiler. You're going to see the guy become the Joker, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's this transition. And I think the characters, what he discovers is that he finds, because obviously he's, you know, he stepped on quite a bit in the movie. Mm-hmm. And he finds power in taking and killing people. You know, he mm-hmm. finds, he sees that, hey, I'm able to kill somebody with a gun or whatever, however you do it. You know, he does it multiple ways. Mm-hmm. But he finds, he discovers killing empowers him mm-hmm. and not just killing anybody killing people he felt have wronged him in any slightest little way yeah um he and he starts off and the first the first killing the first killing is truly self-defense at first um he's he's defending himself and so he shoots these people mm-hmm. but then he hunts down you know there's he's getting attacked by three guys and then he hunts down the last one now that one would be murder because obviously you know yeah. you're defending yourself. Yeah, she shot the other two guys. The other one guys gets away. You still call the cops. 
but there's a fine line between you know defense self-defense and murder Mm -hmm. from what i've been told my friends who you know shoot guns and are like gun guys and stuff yeah so when you actually pursue somebody and shoot them down then that's considered murder so it was a quick transition from defending to murder Mm -hmm. in that for in his first you know taste of taking lives and then he goes and then he continues on you know and just killing people that he that have wronged him in any slightest little way mm-hmm. i do wish that um i don't know her name you said it where's her name zazi oh her? yeah her name's like zazi beats something like yeah she's the one from atl she's orange girlfriend mm-hmm. um i wish she was in the movie more mm-hmm. uh, i think she i mean from what the little bit that she did give I, I i liked it and i just wish she was in it a little bit more to uh maybe play alongside him more or, or, you know, have a bigger part. And, um, I don't know. I like her as an actress. Right. And, oh, and that brings up another thing that, that I heard these people talking about were the, the, the roles of the, the black women in the movie. And they were just saying how, like how they, how they, how they portray them. You know, he has a black social worker mm-hmm. and she's kind of like cold to the guy and he, and, you know, doesn't help him. And how like, you know they they portray women in the movie how all these women have failed to have failed to help him mm. and uh stuff like that and that, yeah. and when i see when you hear that when you see that and you're like and you actually watch it and you're like oh yeah that doesn't make sense like why are these women being portrayed like why are they the saviors why mm-hmm. do they you know like why is it their responsibility to help this guy yeah it's well, just it's just interesting to see that yeah but at the same time like a social worker you can only imagine how many people she has to deal with a day right so i mean but i get what you're saying but no, in terms of making the movie, like, why wasn't the social worker just some like white bald guy? You know, oh, or why did it have to be a black woman? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I think it's only because I, I I saw a thing where it was saying because this whole movie it's up for debate on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, what's real, what's not real, what happened, what really didn't happen, blah right. blah. But they were saying that because remember how at the end we were like, was that the same woman, the mm-hmm. social worker, and then the I don't know what you would call her, the one that works the asylum the psychiatrist, and that was meant for a purpose and. um I guess that's to add on to the suspicion of the movie. Like, was it? Was he thinking of it all? Or was it real? What, was it or was it? Yeah. Wrong? So, but obviously it has to be because Batman. <laughs> yeah. You know that's what I'm like. That's what I don't get. Mm-hmm. So like, I get the I get the fact like if you did want to make a movie that you were like, was this real? Like that book, you know, I am the cheese or whatever. Where you read? The, have you ever read that Mm-mm. book? I am the cheese. Yeah, something like that. So Think basically. The cheese man? This kid, like, you read this whole book, and it's, like, this whole fantasy story. You know, this whole story plays out. And then at the very end, you find out the kid was just in a mental hospital the whole time. And, like, oh. everything, everyone he interacted with and you saw was just, like, somebody who was in that mental hospital. And you're, you're just oh. reading the book from his perspective, his imagination. No, no. And so that's what this reminded me of was, like, okay, could this have been all in his a figment of his imagination mm-hmm. or from his, you know, his perspective? But at the end of the day, it's like, well, it's still part of DC. It's still in the DC universe, and we, you know, it is tied to Batman. So, yeah. if Batman isn't isn't real, mm-hmm. then yeah, I could understand that. But if you're just gonna if you're gonna just like brain, if you're just gonna like erase the whole Batman mythology, then yeah, <laughs> what's the you. point? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So that's like, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe they do. Maybe this Joker's not gonna tie into any DC film, yeah. which I think would be a waste. But. Mm-hmm. But then again, I don't know because like I think this Joker. Oh, and that's another thing. My friend Jesse was saying that he liked the Heath Ledger Batman better or Joker better. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, like I'm not shitting on Heath Ledger's Joker. Great Joker, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone agrees he's he's a good one. I do too. 
But I don't think that Joker could have held a movie on his own. No? Absolutely not. I just mm. don't see it happening. And the re- and my and my um, reasoning for that is that that Joker was so good because it was contrasted against Batman. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. The reason you reacted so strongly to that Joker is because you had Batman there as a as something to put him against, you know? Mm-hmm. You take Batman away and what do you have left? Just some guy who's like crazy and does a bunch of carnage and stuff like mm-hmm. that. There's no substance to that Joker in my opinion. Okay. That's why. I mean, it's a good Joker, you mm-hmm. know, it's a very good Joker, but it's a different it's a completely different Joker with the licking and all that shit and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know I want to I got these scars. <laughs> yeah. I will say that I mean just I know it's off track but that movie um, I remember seeing in theaters and that part where he's hanging out that cop car that's a that's a pretty like famous part like I didn't know at the time which one where he's like they they just busted him out of prison or the jail or or whatever and he's like hanging out like the the cop car yeah dude that's that's a fucking classic shot I like that shot Mm -hmm. I don't know it like it represents more than what it should I guess as you could say like what I don't know I I like it it's like like freedom or like just being crazy and it's like I don't know, like, when I watch it, it's like that little split second, it's like, I don't know, it, it, it's more than the movie to me. I don't know how to explain it. Like, there's certain movies that do that. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how when we and you were talking about Goodfellas and uh, you like that part where the truck opens up and then, you know, he's in the meat. I don't it's just, it's just a part of the movie that's like, it just means more than the rest of the movie to you. I don't know. It, so, when every time I see the movie, I remember, I remember the, in the theater, I was like, oh, that looks so badass. And so, every time I watch it at home or wherever, I'm like, I remember that you know that feeling of watching at the theater gotcha gotcha that's cool but um i just like the scene where he's like blowing up that hospital (laughs) oh he's like he's like clicking that button Mm -hmm. and it's not working or Mm -hmm. whatever yeah i thought that was cool and that was improvised because like the bombs or something the timing was off or whatever Mm -hmm. but he stayed that just like plays into like how good of an actor heath ledger was like just staying in character that's Mm -hmm. what you should always do um I don't know. I'm good. I think I'm good on Batman. I don't really have anything else to say. Do you? <clears throat> no, I think Joaquin Phoenix did a great job. I mean Joker. <laughs> oh, I said Batman. My bad. No, it was my. Oh, bad. you know one thing is that um, I don't know where DC's gonna go with this because you were talking about how if if they don't use this on anything else, like whatever the waste it would be. But it's kind of like I think I hope they stick to that because you know uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman's they were dark. They were like their own thing, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, this is good. This is like what you want to see, and then like Marvel started doing their own version of movies, and I guess they were making them more money or whatever. But like those, that old Batman trilogy with with Christian Bale, I don't know. They're 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 great, like in their own. It's like I wish they would have kept up with that. Yeah. Like it's, it's adult, but it's not like like this Joker where it's like crazy. Like okay, yeah, it's pretty brutal and violent and stuff. Yeah. This, well, this Joker was more so. The the reason I think those Batman's were so good is because they were just slightly grounded in a little bit more reality than like what Marvel is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and this Joker to me felt even more grounded in reality, mm-hmm. even though there were like comic booky aspects to it. But in the end, you know, it felt more like a movie movie, you know. Yeah. Than opposed to like watching some cgi fucking bullshit flying through space and chopping people's heads off and stuff like that (laughs) you know what i was thinking i was actually thinking about i I do want to bring up i was thinking about the whole marvel thing Mm -hmm. and i think that is one thing i don't like about them too is how like you were saying you're like i don't like cgi heavy cgi and stuff Mm -hmm. like that 
I think they truly overdo the CGI. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just I when to me that there's that's like watching a cartoon, right? Like okay. I think this is why I don't really like cartoon movies anymore. Well, okay, like let me say it's not that I don't like them. It, this is why I don't bother to watch them anymore because you can literally do anything with the camera in a cartoon movie. You know what I'm saying? You can do a oneer. You know, you can do a whole cartoon movie with zero cuts okay. if you really wanted to. You know, um, there, there, there's just nothing for me. There's nothing in terms of like putting in work with the camera and pulling off all these amazing shots and doing take after take after take. And that, and that, and that goes back to me just having this like love for the craft, right. For making the movies. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it special is that like how hard they are to like pull off that one perfect shot or how like in acting somebody can improvise something like we're talking about in the Joker. Well, in cartoon movies, Toy Story, for example, you mm-hmm. don't have any of that. You don't have you have somebody animating and you do have a script and you do have a director who's choosing shots. But the camera, the camera movement, the hammer can be placed anywhere because it's a digital camera, mm-hmm. you know. And so when it comes to like Marvel and stuff like that, that's why I'm like, I guess that's one of the reasons why I'm not like so in love with those movies, because everything's so CGI. I was I was like watching a clip of the Spider-Man. I still haven't seen that Spider-Man movie. Right. Mm hmm. And I'm not going to, mm-hmm. but I was like watching a clip of it on YouTube for some reason it popped up on my feed and it was like Spider-Man versus Mysterio or whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. And let me just see what this was about. Right. And then one of their times they're fighting and it was just like so heavily CGI'd that I was like, there's nothing there's there in, in terms of like, yeah, CGI artists do they fucking work their asses off to create that hands down. Right. They mm-hmm. put in a lot of work. But like I was saying, in terms of like camera angles and shots and stuff like that, there's there was no practical, nothing practical about it. Mm-hmm. So it was just like basically you were watching a really advanced looking cartoon. Mm-hmm. That's really what CGI is. And well, I don't know. I just like that's why I'm just like. Mm. Well, I, I I get what you're saying because because I like those movies, but at the same time, like when we when we went to go see the Joker, it had the Terminator Dark Dark Fate. Mm-hmm. I think it's what it's called. And I, right away, I was like, I don't like this new Terminator bullshit where he can, like, form into two, mm. whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And you were automatically like, it's the same story. They're going to go back into time. And yeah. say something. <laughs> but I was I was thinking, like, you know what was amazing? Because you, obviously you've seen Terminator, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I like I it. Remember they should have stopped at the second one. <laughs> well, <laughs> Judgment Day should have yeah. been the last one they ever made. I just remember being a little kid and watching it with my dad. And that scene where Arnold, like, cuts his arm mm-hmm. and, like, rips it off. Dude, I was like, I really thought that shit was real when yeah. I was little and well i'm just wondering do do practical would practical effects still work in today yeah oh yeah you think so and and i was thinking about that because i don't know if i I don't think i talked about gremlins the last time i watched gremlins with elena Mm -hmm. and she liked it and see i wasn't sure she was gonna like it because you know i don't know if kids see gizmo and they're like oh he's fake Mm -hmm. you know but she liked it a lot yeah no i mean i think when you i think there's a difference but you can tell cg to me personally cgi looks extremely fake compared to like practical effects mm-hmm. not and not and not every case is the same but like let's use jaws for example mm-hmm. right jaws okay. is jaws is a, a animatronic and 
that movie worked because you don't see him that often, right? Yeah. You just get glimpses of him, and mm-hmm. it looks real. It looks like a real shark. Mm-hmm. But if they had used it as as much as they had wanted, they probably they said the movie probably would have looked like shit because you mm-hmm. know then you would have been able to tell it's a fake shark. And I think that that goes with CGI. It's like you're they're using it too much, mm-hmm. and once you see it too much, then you're like, this looks fake as fuck. It's kind of <laughs> like well, yeah, you're watching Jaws, and then right after that, you go and watch like Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm like an old soul when it comes to movies because I was listening to this podcast with this filmmaker, Peter Bagdanovich, who he's actually in It. He has a cameo in the It movie, Chapter 2. Okay. He literally plays a director. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's an actor too, but uh, he, he uh, wrote and directed The Last Picture Show. I think that's like one of his most famous movies. I- I've never seen it. It has, oh, um, I was like, mm. it has like Sybil Shepherd and uh, a young Jeff Bridges. Okay. But anyways, Peter Bagdanovich. I was listening to a podcast with him and he was talking about um movies and they were talking about cgi they were like hey what do you think about movies marvel stuff like that and he's like they're cool but he's like all that cgi is just cgi he's like we get it you you can make spider-man jump from building to building and fly through space and you know you can do all this cool stuff Mm -hmm. it's all cgi there's no like like i was saying there's no work put into you know it really i mean there is but there isn't you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. as opposed to like when stanley kubrick made um 2001 a space odyssey and they're shooting all that space shit you know how difficult that was and all the like the time and the effort he had to put into getting those shots and you Mm -hmm. know the guy's like running you know he's running on that thing and he goes up and down and like they did it with like inverting the camera and there there there's just so many like tricks they used but it was an actual camera and they're in an actual room and these those are actual props and effects that they applied Mm -hmm. and nowadays you're not going to get that you're going to watch a space movie it's going to probably probably be 90 percent cgi mm-hmm. but that's my rant. well see that no i was that's what i was thinking i was like you know because when i was young like i believed a lot of shit like i saw in movies like it was real i took it for real and it wasn't until i got older and i was like you go back and watch some stuff and you're like oh it looks fake <laughs> so that's what i'm saying i'm like i don't know if kids now see stuff that i thought was real back then and they're like oh that's fake I never thought it was real. That's that's interesting you say that because when I'm, I never thought movies, I never watched mm-hmm. something as a kid and thought that was real. Mm-hmm. I always knew it was like fake. I, I thought it was more like fantasy. Okay. Well, when I say real, I, it's because like when we were watching Gremlins, Elena started getting scared when the the Gremlins came out, not mm-hmm. Gizmo. And I, you know, I tell her like, it's not real, baby. It's not, it's just a movie. It's not real. You know, but when I was watching movies as a kid, we were just like in the dark and we were just like watching that shit and had to go to bed yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, as a kid, yeah, as a kid, I got scared, you know, thing mm. watching stuff and you have nightmares and stuff like that. But I don't know. I just always, I just always knew it was fake. Like I always mm. knew it was acting, you know, I was like, yeah. I guess like, so. I guess as a kid, cause like, oh, I, I, like at one point in time, I was like, I want to be an actor and oh, okay. as a kid, you know. But, you know, when you're watching something as a child, that's what you see are the performers. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, there's somebody who's like a, a conductor behind the scenes, like mm-hmm. orchestrating this whole thing. I just remember being haunted because uh, when, when me and my dad watched Total Recall and I hadn't seen it in a very long time. You thought Three Titties was real? <laughs> no, I don't think I, I don't remember that part. The part I remember the most was when I he, do. <laughs> no, when he went, because uh, I was probably like four or five years old, but he picks up the his shirt uh, and he has that little person in his stomach. Dude, that haunted me for so long. And I didn't, and I didn't remember what movie it what's came his name, from. What's name, Quato or something? I don't remember, yeah. And I didn't remember what movie it came from. Because, like, I didn't know how to explain it. Like, I remember telling my dad, and he was like, he may have said Total Recall. He may have said something else. And it wasn't until I saw it on TV, and I was like, 
that's the movie I remember when I was little, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and he, yeah, he's like, I forgot what he says, but he like has like this weird like voice and stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like, oh man, open your mind. Yeah, <laughs> dude, this show's like. And it starts like going. He like starts seeing all this shit. Yeah, stuff like that. It's just like, I mean, it was fake, but like you know, as a little kid, it's like, what the hell is that? That's awesome. Well, think we're coming coming to the end. You had any any final words? I hope I can get my friend on here. My friend Joe, he um, he works at the strip club, but he also has like a landscaping. He's like his own landscaping business, but um. I heard that 50 Cent was coming to, you know, Texas because he's promoting his champagne. And uh-huh. he's going to be at uh, the strip club he works at. And I told him, dude, if he, if he goes in there and get a picture or get something. 50 Cent on the podcast. <laughs> he'd be like, what the hell? It's your kid, 50 Cent. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up? I was like, hey, uh, get rid of die train. Let's talk about it. <laughs> oh, your acting was the fucking worst <laughs> shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah he'd be all, pow, 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 Trying to work on the agenda my whole life, like you, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! But you know what, though, I, the only reason I'm thinking of Fifty Cent now is because like he doesn't. I, I don't remember the last time he even fucking dropped a hit. But he now he works no, I don't on think that. He makes music anymore. That's what I'm saying. But now he's like uh, in Power. I, I mean, uh, uh, yeah. the, the TV show Power, and uh, he, I think he's also a director on there. But yeah, he's made some movies too. That's some fucking garbage. I, you know what's sorry is I saw this thing. Someone was on like poor. Or someone put like a, a thing. And it was like poor Fifty Cent. It's all lost all this weight, and he was like real skinny. And so no one even saw this shit. Yeah, he plays like a cancer patient. Some something. shit. Yeah, someone's off poor Fifty Cent lost all that weight. No one and still no one saw this shit. Yeah, I never watched that trash. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking garbage ass movie. But he's just like a lot of other people. He's I don't think he listens to podcasts and he doesn't quite understand like what the whole purpose is. But uh I told him let me let me know. So that'd be cool, man. Let's get about, bring about. Yeah. I told him I was like, I wanna hear some some strip club stories. Cause he has told me one, but I don't know if he's allowed to say like the celebrity's name. Ah shit. Oh, that'll be cool. So hopefully I can get him on. Hopefully he doesn't have any stories about me. <laughs> Where does he work at? Palazzo? Yeah. Man, we went there for my friend's bachelor party, dude. Mm-hmm. I'll never go there again. No. That was just so dude. I ordered two beers and a in a mixed drink and it was like thirty five dollars. What the what'd you order? Like two beers and a mixed drink. God like fucking damn. vodka and water or something. I don't know, <laughs> dude. Like oh, fucking shit. garbage, dude. I, I was like, How much? And I was like, for these dude, the way I reacted, I was uh-huh. like guy was like 35 whatever right uh-huh. and i was like i was like oh i just had these two beers and a drink yeah 35 something and i was damn. like damn fuck here god dude damn. that pissed me off dude so, i was just like fuck this i, I stopped drinking there oh, okay. i was just like it, it wasn't even fun because i yeah. didn't drink and i didn't buy any lap dances or anything mm-hmm. i was just like that che- yeah i was that cheap ass motherfucker in the club who's just like oh. fucking pulling my money out like 20 40 60 yeah. and then i turn it around yeah <laughs> 80 100 120 man quit playing with me joseph yeah so that was my I, that was like the one time i think i went there and i was like i'm never ever fucking going back to that true club ever oh, okay again. i don't have enough money for that shit so mm. let's go to those rat holes <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well thanks for listening to back to the future we look forward to next week when we take you back to the future <laughs> <laughs> back back to the feature back to the feature where we take you back to the feature a podcast about listening to movies and entertainment <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I was told I have a good radio voice. Probably. I don't know how true that is. Oh. One of my friends is saying, oh, actually, Steven, the guy that was on here, he was like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, man, I was listening to the podcast, I was listening to the other ones, and he's like, dude, you have, like, a really good voice, like, it's soothing, he's oh, like, it's yeah. not too, he's like, it's not too low, it's not too high, and I was just like, well, I mean, I kind of, I kind of have, like, a radio voice. Yeah. Well, they told me I had a face for radio, what the fuck that means. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was it was the same guy, too, Steven. <laughs> Uh, well with that being said uh, look forward to next week guys bye